Every Mass, uh, the priest raises the host shortly before we go to communion, and we all say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Now imagine most of us, you know, we can get into the habit of saying these things without really thinking about them. So I want to reflect on those words, particularly in the light of what we just heard St. John the Baptist say uh, in the Gospel today. Because it's, on one level, might seem a little odd. You know, if a non-Catholic was watching what we do, at that moment in the Mass, we're getting ready for Holy Communion. And what do we say? Do we say... Lord, I'm ready. Lord, I'm worthy. Then we actually say the very opposite and yet go up to communion. And that might seem odd that we say we're not worthy and yet we go to communion. And my point to you today is this that the fact, the reason it makes sense is because of who it is we are receiving. That the very one we are receiving is the one who takes away our sins. The very one we are receiving is the one who removes what it is that stops me being worthy from receiving him. The fact that the one I'm receiving is the same one that John the Baptist declared all those years ago. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now that phrase, Lamb of God, might seem a bit obscure to us, but when St. John the Baptist used that phrase, it would have meant a lot to the people he was talking to. For the Jewish people, in both their history and in their religion, the Lamb of God was a big thing. So in their history, if you remember, they were slaves in Egypt, and they were saved um, through God, through the prophet Moses, um, through the various plagues that were sent to Pharaoh to force him to let them free. But the last of those plagues, the angel of death came over. And the thing that saved the people in that Passover was the blood of the lamb, the blood of the paschal lamb that was put on the doorposts of the Jews. And because they put that blood of the lamb on their doorposts, the angel of the death recognized them and spared them. That the blood of the lamb saved them. And so every year the Jews would remember that in the Passover um, services uh, in the temple. In particular the, the sacrifice of lambs every year in the temple. That there were thousands of lambs sacrificed every year at the Passover. And they remembered in that act that they had been saved from slavery in Egypt by the blood of the lambs. That they had been formed in that act with a special bond with God, a covenant bond. And so when Jesus is declared to be the Lamb of God, What's being said about the Lord Jesus is that he does in completion, in fulfillment, in himself, everything and more that was symbolically done in that Passover lamb. That Passover lamb that for the Jews was the most significant of all of their animal sacrifices. So Jesus is the Lamb of God because he 
himself is the sacrifice that takes away our sins. That his blood, as the scripture says, washes away our sins. That he liberates us from slavery to sin, an even bigger setting free than being set free from slavery in Egypt. He restores us to union with God, the union that was broken, is broken every time that we sin. And he, by giving us the Eucharist, enables us to achieve that union in a covenant meal. That it was the pattern of all the pagan religions and the Jewish religion that they would make these sacrifices of food offered to God and then they would eat that sacrifice. And in that sacrificial meal, the eating, they were put in union with the God they had sacrificed to. And the Lord Jesus, in giving us the Mass, has given us that very same pattern, that on the altar, his sacrifice, his body and blood is made present, and we eat that sacrifice. And in the eating of that sacrificial meal, we are made at one with God. And we recall that sacrifice in the Mass, as we say various prayers during the Mass, but we say the prayer, the Lamb of God, that Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. We say that three times, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. And we say that at the moment that the priest is breaking the bread, a symbol of the body of Jesus being broken on the cross, of him being the sacrifice that takes away our sins. And this is my key point today, that it's because he is the sacrifice that takes away our sins that we can receive him in communion, even though we're not worthy to do so. I come to him and he sets me free of the sins that would otherwise stop me coming to him. <coughs> Now that said, a final point, we do need to prepare ourselves if we are to receive Holy Communion. We do need to get ourselves ready to receive Holy Communion. I can never be fully worthy of receiving him, but I can foster in myself the right basic dispositions, the right attitudes to receive him. But I need, therefore, to repent of my sins. So scripture tells us, the words of St. Paul, that those who eat the body and blood of the Lord unworthily eat and drink condemnation upon themselves. And following that teaching of scripture, the catechism and the canon law of the church say that when we have serious sins, we need to repent of them and go to confession before we're then ready to receive Holy Communion. And if there's something in our lives that is an ongoing state, like an irregular marriage or something, then we need to put that right. That has to be addressed before we're properly disposed to come to our Lord. Because we can't acknowledge at the altar him to be the lamb who takes away our sins unless we want those sins to be taken away. 
unless we are going to put right those sins. So to come back to my main point to you today, that despite needing the right dispositions, ultimately we can never be fully worthy of receiving him. But we are able to receive him because of who he is. That he is the sacrifice that takes away our sins, that heals us of our sins. And so even though I come to him as a sinner, he takes away my sins in that very act of me coming to him. And so we can say with confidence the prayer of the centurion that we say in the Mass. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.